official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at wellchurchvt.com. a shout out. Um, my father is here, Dr. John W. Stetson. I love you. My brother, Dr. Stephen Stetson, my husband. I would just like to have all the fathers stand up. God bless you. Thank you to all the fathers who have sacrificed to breathe life into their children you are gifts to the world. To be standing here today is truly a miracle. And thank you, Adam, for giving me this opportunity because I knew through all the pain that God would give me the strength to stand before you. And I am blessed. The Lord put on my heart the sermon today called Amazing Love. A father's love is a gift. I've been blessed to have a father who is in my life, who along with my mother introduced me to Christ, who has come to my rescue on many occasions, who has given me bear hugs when I needed a lift, who spoke words of hope and victory to me to help me rise higher, who even last week risked his life to climb a rickety ladder into the attic to retrieve this wheelchair so I could have freedom. I love you, Dad. You're my hero. Ideally, a father's love reflects God's love. It's grace-filled, merciful, forgiving, patient, and unconditional. Unfortunately, there are many fathers who physically and emotionally wound their children, and there are others still who will never, ever be a part of their children's life. According to the National Center for Fathering, more than 20 million children in the U.S. live without the physical presence of a father. Fatherlessness is an epidemic worthy of national attention. And yet, regardless of whether you have an earthly father, we all have a heavenly father who is good. Hallelujah. Who has adopted us and called us his children, whose love is so radical that he sent his one and only son to die on a cross so that we would have the opportunity to live eternally with him. As it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I don't know many fathers who would send their one and only perfect Son to die a torturous death on a criminal's cross. It's unimaginable love. So let's delve a little deeper into the awesome love of our Heavenly Father by taking a look at the parable of the prodigal son. And I have asked our son, Chase Newman, to read from the Bible today. And guess what? It's his 25th birthday. 
happy birthday, son. Hey, guys. My name is Chase, as she said, and uh, I'm going to read the parable of the lost son. It's from Luke 15, verses 11 through 24. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who set him on the fields to feed the pigs. He longed for his stomach, he longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have had food to spare? And here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long ways off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Great job. Thank you. (laughs) What an incredible story of love. It assures us that we are never too far off to turn back and be lavishly embraced by our Heavenly Father. God does not expect perfection. He knows we're imperfect, and He loves us anyway. He is simply waiting for us to knock on the door so that He can open up, brace us, and welcome us home. This younger son made many mistakes. He was broken, starving, guilt-ridden. He felt worthless and didn't know if he would be forgiven or rejected. Can you relate? Have you gone off course thinking that your mistakes and your sins are too great to be forgiven? Are you suffering from an addiction, financial irresponsibility? Are you covered with shame? Are defeating words ruining your life? Words are powerful. God had me write a book called Just Three Words, a gripping story of survival and triumph, to highlight his great love and the power that words have to shatter our lives or empower them. Did you know that every single cell in our body has a receptor for our thoughts? And based on those thoughts, different chemical reactions occur. Negative thoughts increase cortisol levels and decrease immune function, whereas the opposite's true for positive, encouraging words. They increase serotonin levels, and they increase immune function. Sadly, out of the 30 to 60,000 thoughts that we have in a day, 80% are negative. And negative thoughts breed more receptors for negative thoughts. So, what do you believe? What words are you watering? 
Do you need to shake off some negative labels like damaged goods, fat, ugly, stupid, worthless, might as well be dead? Satan is at the forefront of feeding us lies. In fact, he is called the father of lies, and his bullseye is our mind. He is on a mission to steal, kill, destroy, and separate us from our heavenly father. What father are you going to listen to? The father of lies or your heavenly father? Like the prodigal son, we too must risk and dare to turn back and throw off the lies, the mistakes, and courageously return to our heavenly father, who in turn helps us put on our full identity in Christ and step into our favor-filled destiny. For years, I was cloaked in shame, believing Satan's lies. He told me that I was fat, stupid, worthless, a liar, might as well be dead. He assured me that if I sought help or exposed the truth, that I was suffering from bulimia as a dietitian, that I would lose everything, my husband, my kids, and most certainly my career. I missed out on so much life. 25 years I suffered on and off with bulimia. It wasn't until a diagnosis of advanced breast cancer that I began to find the courage to step out of the darkness and into the light. On March 18th of 2008 was the day I was diagnosed. God used my challenging circumstances to expose Satan's lies. And when I finally dared, as it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, to bring my thoughts into the captive obedience of Christ, to tear off the lies, to throw down the masks, to tell the truth and put on my full identity in Christ, Satan's chains broke. Everything changed. I grew closer with my family and my career took off and I was able to point people to Jesus and show the world that no mistake disqualifies us from living an abundant life. God grew me up. He gave me gifts and he allowed me to impact the world in ways I never dreamed. And he can do that for you too. Can you look back and see the marvelous ways that God has used your pain for a mighty purpose? Our pain is not in vain. It often propels us to a higher level of our destiny. God uses everything for good. He turns water into wine. He heals the blind, and he resurrects the dead. God's love always trumps Satan's lies. These past two years, I've had the honor of serving as the president-elect and president of the Vermont Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. It has been an exciting adventure traveling the country and representing Vermont and doing my best to leave a lasting impact. March 18th of this year was my last big event as president. What is magnificent about that date is was exactly 11 years ago that I heard the diagnosis of cancer. Back then, I believed Satan's lies. I believed that if any of my fellow dietitians found out about my eating disorder, that I would be rejected from my profession. Nothing could have been farther from the truth. As I stood in front of a packed room of dietitians on March 18th as their president, 
I marveled at God's magnificent plan. I was blessedly free to be who God created me to be. I had boldly shared my truth and in doing so helped others be set free too. I received a standing ovation later that day as the CPI chair presented me with the prestigious Dietitian of the Year Award. It was more than I could ask or imagine. We serve an awesome God. Whatever you face, do not lose hope. God loves you, he sees you, and he is with you. And he is turning your situation around. And his timing is perfect. It's never too late to turn back to your heavenly father and tell Satan, the father of lies, to hit the road. You are a beloved child of the Most High King. It's time to embrace your full identity in Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, our sins died with him. Our old self was crucified, and now Christ lives in us. We are in Christ, and Christ is in us, period. That is our identity. All old labels no longer apply. And it's not always easy to step out into our identity. But if we can rip off the old labels and begin to allow God's love and encouraging words like worthy, gifted, anointed, purpose, blessed, to flood our hearts, minds, and souls, we can move forward, growing, transforming, and becoming more Christ-like. Is there something holding you back today? What lies or negative labels do you need to tear off? What positive, encouraging words can you put on instead? What dreams are you dreaming I stand before you as a world record-breaking triathlete on a walker battling stage four cancer. It's humbling. I never imagined this trial. I finished another radiation on Friday. I think it's my 80th. The recent PET scan's horrific. They found more bone mets than they can count, liver mets, lymph mets. The pain's excruciating. I could be depressed. I could walk away from God and listen to Satan's defeating lies, but I courageously choose to send Satan running. And I instead am focusing on my Heavenly Father who speaks life. God has been faithful sending me love through you, through my family, friends, strangers, and thousands who have lifted me in prayer. I would not be standing here today without your love. God has held me every step of the way through many valleys. And each time we come to the end, he has put me on higher ground. And I realized that I could not have stood on that higher ground without the gifts I acquired in the valley. God knows what he's doing. We simply have to trust him and glorify him and be grateful that he loves us and is doing something magnificent with our life story. I hung the word 
healed in Jesus' name on my bathroom mirror. Seeing those words every day is powerful. I didn't believe them in the beginning, but now I do. I know my God. I have witnessed his mighty works. My miracle is coming. God has built me up for such a time as this. You too can be built up by bringing your thoughts into the captive obedience of Christ. By spending precious time with your Heavenly Father, by writing down your blessings, your miracles, your dreams, your identity in Christ. Remember, you are not your mistakes. You are forgiven, redeemed, a masterpiece, created by love to love. God longs to walk with you and bless you along your journey, filling your life with more than you could ask or imagine. Only by drawing close to God with a life prioritized on him will we witness the layers of who we are as God sees us. When was the last time you spent time with your heavenly father? His hammock of love awaits. What words do you need to write down? What words will build you up to face the mighty winds in life? What father are you looking to for inspiration? One of the greatest gifts a father or anyone can give his children is to help them know that beyond all the challenges of this life, God will be with them and give them the gift of life in abundance through Jesus Christ. The parable of the prodigal son teaches us that we're never too far off. There's no mistake, no lie, no word that was spoken over you, no addiction, nothing that can separate you from the fathomless, radical, unconditional love of your heavenly Father. The two truths that have the most transformative power in your life are that you are God's child and God is a good father. Choose to believe that today. Amen. for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community reintroducing Jesus in Vermont through worship, service, creativity, and community. 